0: not everything in life is flexible but at Capella University your education can be with our game changing FlexPath learning format you're empowered to fit education into your life without putting other priorities on hold FlexPath lets you set your own deadlines and adjust them when needed you can take courses at your own speed and move on to the next one when you're ready imagine how a flexible education can make a difference in your life at capella.edu
1: Yeah.
2: All right, cool. All right, All right so, yeah, so
1: let's get started. So, let's ready? Um, if it's
2: shot, great. Shot clap. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Eric. This is Brittany. And we are...
1: for colored nerds. So,
2: how's it going? Welcome back. Welcome back. Hopefully, you noticed that we sound... Sound a little good today. We sound pretty good today, actually. Uh, we got we got a little bit of a different setup going.
1: Yeah, we do. So hopefully you guys will like it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean we think we think overall it will definitely uh do wonders for your ability to continually listen to our voices
1: and also understand what the fuck we're saying.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's that. We Usually start with like some sort of random like reflection, and I don't really have that too much. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> No Popeye story today.
1: Unfortunately.
2: But recently, you know, we've been talking a lot just in our G chat sh- sessions and, you know, just <laughs> regular life. Kind of about reflection in general about our own lives. Yeah. And what the fuck we're doing or not doing, <laughs> we're not doing or failing at doing. Yeah. And it kinda it kinda made us think back. So, you know, we were thinking back to previous episodes and we one of the episodes that always kinda comes back to us, you know, in our thoughts. Was the death of adulthood episode? Oh,
1: the very first one.
2: That wasn't the first one.
1: Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was the second one. No, marriage was the second one. Death of Adulthood was the first one. Oh, shit, it was. It was. You're right. I know.
2: Okay. Well, anyway, so first episode, ignoring the lost episodes
1: <laughs> that See, y'all, what y'all, will y'all never don't know find out about,
2: <laughs> is this mad lost episode?
1: It's only like three lost episodes.
2: Whoa. Well, I mean, that's a lot.
1: It's just episodes that were trash that we never edited from when we really tried to start a podcast like, a long time ago. Yeah,
2: way before now. Anyway. Anyway. So, <laughs> Death of Adulthood. <laughs> so, Death of Adulthood kind of came about from an A.O. Scott article. We both read it, and we both had some like pretty strong reactions to it. And yeah. so, you know, if you remember correctly, we recorded... It was one of our shorter episodes. Yeah, yes. um, we recorded, you know, talking about our reflections about what adulthood really means to us, mm-hmm. kind of defining that, and the different ways that adulthood has kind of translated within pop culture.
1: Is yes, a decent summary. I think that's a pretty good summary. So,
2: before we get into how that deals with what we're talking about today, I actually need to lead with an apology. I'm ready. So is
1: it to me directly?
2: Hell no. (laughs) So (laughs) a woman can dream, but okay. Exactly. So no, I want to apologize to the listeners because I went back and listened to that episode and I was like Yeah, damn. Like,
1: whoo Look.
2: That was rough.
1: First of all, you sounded like I told I texted you this last night. I said you sounded like you intended to make a podcast and I sounded like I was recording from a fucking toilet bowl. You really did.
2: <laughs> I used to like so. What y'all don't know is I used to signal to Brittany. I used to make all these crazy like hand motions. Oh my god, it was like baseball. Trying to signal to Brittany, yo, you need to lean closer. <laughs> you need to lean closer. But and, though, like, we had set ignore. up like that
1: because I was too. I was so much louder than you.
2: Yeah, but like in addition to the that sound quality, there was. I think I was tapping my hand.
1: You were. And we both kept clapping whenever we had it. I don't it's like a weird New York affectation that like I think only happens to people who are from here yeah. or characters in paid in full.
2: <laughs> Basically. Everybody <laughs> eats me. Uh, but yeah, no, it was a it was a rough episode, not necessarily in content. I think the content was pretty the interesting. Content was I go okay. Back and, yeah. and listen to it and I you know, I like what I hear. We
1: should remaster it when we put it on <laughs> title. Right? Title
2: for All. The high five version. Exactly. But the thing that I come back to that I do here, I think it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. But I go back and I listen to myself, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck was I talking about?" <laughs> because I had—I don't know—I was—I was in a different place then. And to you know, to to explain why I was in a different place, you kind of need to rattle off basically what's happened to to me in the past like seven <laughs> months. So at the time that we recorded that it was like what September. That was like
1: like probably later September. Yeah.
2: So yeah, it was September. I was still like. I don't want to say living a high life like I'm, like, not living a
1: high life right
2: now. But.
1: This is it different.
2: I was in a relationship. A relationship. That's yeah, all it was at you the
1: were, time. Yeah, you had a girlfriend. I had a
2: girlfriend. I had a committed girlfriend. We lived together. <laughs> yeah. And not on like, recently after that, I found out we were going to be having a little girl. Yes. I also found out, what well, I didn't find out, but I, you know, recognized that I need to stop bullshitting and that, you know, I was already with the person who I want to be with for the rest of my life. Right. So we gotta get married. Yeah, you know I'm realizing like, wow, I want to stay in New York. Yeah, you know at the time I'm gonna help y'all to some shit. I'm I'm gonna put it out there.
1: Wait, do I know what? Do I know, know this? I think. Oh, okay,
2: okay. So, my wife and I our like secret plan was to save up enough money and then move to Uruguay.
1: Oh. You remember this? Yeah, I remember that plan. That's where actually you were going to propose originally.
2: I was originally going to propose in Uruguay. I
1: think when you told me that you guys were going to become parents, the first thing I said, I was like, I oh, guess you're not fucking proposing in Uruguay anymore.
2: Yeah, no, no. That had to go out the window. Yeah. I mean, it was either propose in Uruguay and or- And like
1: raise your baby in a shoebox. Exactly. Right?
2: <laughs> and my, my mom would not have gone for it.
1: No, I wouldn't have gone for that.
2: Yeah. But yeah, so all these things have kind of happened. And I go back and I listen to that episode- and I recognize that like wow i'm like I'm changed
1: you're like Effie white Green like, girl i'm
2: i'm changing i am can' do it. yeah, but like I hope we cut that shit out yeah we got to <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm like i I think I'm a different person now, and honestly listening to to you describe yourself i can hear some I can yeah. hear some positions that I think you've evolved from <laughs> yeah. I'll put that nicely
1: that's that's kind
2: so, you know, we were talking more about that, like kind of how Death of Adulthood was really this like moment in time. <clears throat> and we thought it would be good to really just kind of come back to that conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There were, And there were a lot of things there, like, to be honest with you. Like, I think about, <laughs> I think about like all the stuff. I'm grabbing my forehead like, fuck, yeah. I really said some wild shit. And it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like crazy wild, but it was things that, that like I think about now and I was like, wow, I just wasn't really adding much depth to how I felt about the world and my own future.
1: Well, you really didn't have reason to think about it that hard. You know?
2: So, I mean, one of the things that popped up initially and was kind of like at the time it was the crux for the episode Mm -hmm. was really our definition of adulthood. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) it's like, I mean, I I feel like I'm apologizing to the world for being who I was a little bit. Wait, can
1: you just say that again?
2: I said I feel like I'm apologizing to the world for being like who I am.
1: I'm going to fucking play that shit on loop. It's about to be a (laughs) fucking ringtone. (laughs) Like, that's sweetest words I've ever heard.
2: But at the time, I defined adulthood as resigning yourself to your responsibilities, you know, accepting that my life isn't as important as the things that I have to do. Mm-hmm. And there was a level of, like, unhappiness that I attached to being an adult. Yes, you did. And that was, like, a big thing for me. I was like, well, if you're an adult, you're not really happy. You're just kind of – you're hitting the motions. You're you're taking care of business, but that's it. Yeah, And, like, I think about that now, and I'm like, hmm. I also attached kids to it. I was like, <laughs> adults have kids, and, like, <laughs> basically once you have kids <laughs> – Shit's over. Fuck it. You're done. Look at God. Like, (laughs) look at God. And now I'm about to be a father. Yeah. And, you know, like for me to have that perspective, I was like, oh my, like, like, where was I at? You know, how, like, I think about my life now and I think, you know, I talk with my wife. And being happy, being an adult and like having a positive outlook on the future,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: like those things have only increased in this time no but going back to adulthood now and me looking back this is how Eric would define adulthood now
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I do think it has a level of accepting your responsibilities Mm -hmm. like I think that's what kind of signals the change right yes accepting those responsibilities but what I would add Mm -hmm. is that there's a component of now choosing to make difficult choices to be who you want to be say more so, like, we make choices all the time. Like, you know, when we first got out of school, I'm different. I have a chance now to do it how I want to do it. I don't have to worry about school. I'm living my life. I'm living the dreams. Yeah. But the truth is, like, you know, there was still, I mean, at least for me, mm-hmm. there was still a large period of time in which I was i was fucking up. To be I mean, to put it plainly. <laughs> I was there. I was fucking up. I was and, present. You know, you make a lot of mistakes. You make a lot of choices. And you're... <laughs> you're really exploring the boundaries of who you want to be Absolutely. it's not you know for me it wasn't solidified yet and what I feel is interesting now is that obviously that that's still growing but I feel much more certain in who I want to be
1: mm-hmm.
2: my responsibilities are clear yeah. and now it's choosing to accept my responsibilities and to not shy away from those things mm-hmm. and now actually walk the path of who I want to be
1: you know what? It's interesting. Is like I kind of understand what you're saying, but I kind of don't. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, but like,
2: no, that's I. I mean, I think that's fair.
1: Yeah, because like I don't. I listened to the episode, and I, I think I told you this earlier that like I mentioned this in the episode that like I felt like I was coming into the. I was like, tw- I was gonna say I was like 26. I was 26 like six months ago. So I, <laughs> I don't know why I sound so surprised. But I felt like at 26, I was just coming, like just beginning the very first p- period of my life where I wasn't living for other people. Mm. And I hear that. I don't know if it's different for men, but I hear that with like sometimes my girlfriends or, you know, older relatives or things like that. It can be difficult to start to choose things for yourself and to put the things that you want to do and the way that you want to spend your time and the life that you want first. And it's not an impossible thing to figure out with a partner, but I think that, most you know most young relationships are kind of a mess, and yeah. it it can be really difficult to navigate who you are with another person and in some cases and definitely in the most dysfunctional of relationships, it's impossible and um I had mentioned that I had gotten out of, like, a serious relationship maybe, like, a year and a half prior to us recording that. So I had that going on. And then also even just before – I guess before – yeah, I because mean, that was the month I moved back to Brooklyn was when we recorded this. Yeah. So that was kind of, like, signaling for me in my life, like, the beginning of, like, okay, this is actually, like, things with, you know, whether it's family, friends, work, just life bullshit. You know I had a really tough time for a few years. Yeah. And – like that period was like i could feel that it was ending and that like me moving to brooklyn was like okay like i'm i'm this is you know <laughs> this is my time but like i listened to myself in that episode and i was like you sound like meek mill the day that he got out of prison <laughs> bounding around that corner so happy to see the homies also like, i was like you sound like you were in caged heat yeah. and you saw like any human being like like any human being for the first time in like like, years. Like, I was so cised to be like, I'm doing me. I'm an adult. Being an adult means doing what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Like, I was so fucking cised. Yeah. And, like, that is part of it. So, like, in in a certain way, like, it's not like my responsibilities are clear in that, like, you know, you becoming a parent is a very large signal. I mean, yeah. It's a very large signal from the universe that you need to do some things, follow through yeah. some actions. I didn't have that type of symbol, but more so, like, I feel like this sounds so, like, you know, like beach read of me, but I felt like a really, I had a, a very strong, I think you can, as somebody that I talk to all the time, you can, I think it's evident that I've had a very serious and like strong internal shift probably in the past six or seven months. Yeah, And, and it's more so that like, when you talk about the the path becoming clear, not like anything externally was imposed or anything externally changed where like, I was like, oh, it was more so like, just I was just like, It's fucking time. Like it's time for me to like stop bullshitting and like do the things that I need to do to be the person that I would like to be, just because like I would rather do that than not do it. And I feel like yeah. when I say it out loud it sounds so trite. But But that's real. Yeah. I mean it's
2: that's a harder process than it would seem. Like real yeah. talk it's I mean, and I know you I know for a fact that you would agree. Yeah. Like Living wrong is easy, like <laughs> it's fun. Eric, it's is fun.
1: How many years were we living wrong? We
2: like <laughs> real talk. The other day we were g Like I don't know. We should name this like this episode like Dream Girls because we were talking about <laughs> stepping to the bad side. <laughs> like we like we stepped to the bad side regularly for like regularly for years. Yo.
1: So like you know, <laughs> so bad. You don't know, let me pause you for a second because this this that whole cuz like i think before we got into dream girls yeah. we had done like empire Oh, like we shit, were drawing yeah. empire connections in our lives and then you switch it to dream girls you start sending me mad like youtube links <laughs> you'd be like i feel like this is this and then i click on the link and then like i am changing will pop up like step into the bad side or like you know what everything's going to be okay because and then i click on it and like patience. we are a family oh, oh no. no you did send me patience. patience is my
2: shit i hate you yo patience is the word that's the word like, that is the way. No, word. that is, though. But,
1: yeah, no, you were you were definitely going to church on some um, on some on dream, some dream girl. girls. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, no, I mean, going back, like, I think, you know, we definitely, it's hard to make that conscious decision to make the right choices consistently. Yeah. Like, that's that's a really difficult thing to do, at least from, <laughs> from who I used to be. <laughs> yeah. And, like, interesting that you bring that up. One of the things I was thinking about, we've talked about this a lot, and this mm-hmm. is kind of been something I've been trying to figure out and haven't really figured it out. But, yeah. You know, you say you had that that switch recently. And I think, honestly, I think, I like, from being your friend, mm-hmm. I've seen that happening for a long time. I think it's definitely been a sharper, <laughs> sharper <laughs> change yeah. recently. But, I've, I've been acting like somebody who just got saved, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, basically. But, like, no, I've seen that change happen happening for a while now, or at least you're trying to make that change. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with me. Like, yeah, I'll tell you, like, a couple years ago, I was like, Maybe I shouldn't be so shitty of a person.
1: I remember that, and I remember you trying to express to me that you wanted that to change, and me just being like, "What the fuck is he talking about? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck do you mean by this?" Well, no, I mean it was like,
2: like one, I I just wanted to be different. Like, I, honestly, I had some interactions with some people, mm-hmm. and I recognized, like, partly through you and partly through other people, one that mm-hmm. I wasn't the friend I wanted to be.
1: You're you not. <laughs>
2: Thanks. Sorry, Thanks. It's true, but no, I wasn't the friend I wanted to be. I wasn't as good of a a man as I wanted to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that sounds like very, you know, like White House initiative. Right.
2: Yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> but not like all of these things. Like I wasn't like i wasn't as good of a person as i thought i was mm-hmm. and so i was like oh well, shit i gotta fix this right now yeah and you remember i was like no new friends oh
1: my god <laughs> that now see that's the best part about this shit right now at the very beginning it was like february yeah of 2014 a i remember episode. yeah this is a last episode i'm gonna put your business out there <laughs> we were inside of chipotle i'll yeah. never forget this we were inside of chipotle and like this is like the beginning of the year and you know we just love having fucking goals. We actually one of our one of my favorite stepping to the bad side activities is actually having goals, telling everybody them and not doing a
2: goddamn thing. Changing your mind literally the next day. Yeah,
1: just <laughs> not doing a goddamn thing to push this thing forward. So your goal is like you're like, mm mm, twenty fourteen, mm mm, no new friends, no new friends, no new friends. <sighs> Like, that was, like, your whole motherfucking thing. And I think I called you codependent inside of Chipotle.
2: You did. I called you codependent inside I thought inside that of was Chipotle. rude. It was because I asked you to move to Chicago because I was thinking about moving to yeah, Chicago. Yeah,
1: you were thinking about moving to Chicago because you knew that you wanted to marry, you know, the woman who is now your wife. Yeah. And you were like, hey, so what's your life plan like looking like down the line? And I was like, <laughs> Um, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, if I get married and have children, like I'd like to maybe live in Houston or New Jersey or maybe like California. And you were like, mm, no, have you thought about Chicago? <laughs> um, Have you considered Chicago? And
2: You were like, no, no. And I was like, no, cold. it's
1: too cold. Uh uh-uh. uh. And you were like, not even if your friend lived there. <laughs> like I was thinking, like, if you get married, like you have a wife and you have a baby and then you got friends. You That's don't gotta-
2: still it's, it's no reason for me for the squad to ever break up.
1: I know. <laughs> We're gonna get to that actually in a second. We'll get to that in a second because I got fucking I got I got some dirt. I got receipts. Oh, shit. I got receipts All on right, you. Okay, Lord. but yeah, no. So for you to go from this whole like no new friends, I just need you, our friend who cannot be named, mm-hmm. and Iman. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, <laughs> exactly. You just like you, Jesus, Iman. Another friend who I'm not gonna name because I don't wanna put his shit out there. And you're like, that's all I need. You know, we all just moved, live in the same place together. Everything gonna be fine. And I was just like, I still think it would be. And that was when I looked in your face and I was like, have you ever heard of the term codependent? And you looked at me. I remember this shot. You you had burrito bowl in your mouth. (laughs) Okay, you had burrito bowl in your mouth and you sat there and it was coming out and you were like, no, no. And you were shaking your head, real back and forth. No, mm -mm, mm -mm, you're not gonna call me that. And I was just like, okay. And then we were actually together for another four hours, like trying yeah. to put together one of our lost episodes. But yeah, you were all about no new friends, no new friends. And then as soon as you told me, I never forget it. Remember, remember, the fifth of fucking November <laughs> wasn't the fifth of, yeah, was right, exactly. of November, right? Exactly. And you were like, you g chatting me. You were like, hey, what are you doing later? And I'm thinking like, why the fuck do you care? Like, I live around the corner for you. I see you all the time. I was like, um, you know, nothing. You're like, hey, you want to come over after work? And I was like, mm, this sounds completely different. Normally, like, you're trying to do everything you possibly can to not be in my physical I presence. I
2: don't want anybody to come to the house. And I know especially after, like, 7 o'clock.
1: Yeah, you don't want anybody. I don't even, like, think of your house as, like, a real destination. <laughs> and in my mind, it just, like, it like shuts down, like, Disneyland at night. And I was like, mm. I was like oh, so what's up? Are you pregnant? As, was that not exactly what I said? I was, was. like, oh. You and, you know, redacted, because I'm I'm protect protect your wife's identity. Yeah. I was like, oh, you redacted pregnant? And you were just like, no, I can't just have you over? And I was like, oh, (laughs) obviously fucking lying. And sure enough, you were, and I told you, I said, it's very funny that you said beginning this year, no new friends, because now you're about to have a permanent friend for the rest of your
2: life. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, she's going to be a great friend. I'm excited for that friend, though. But no, you're right. I mean, the reason why I brought all that up is I'm like, what actually... What do you think like goes into kind of that shift? Like I, it wasn't just age and it wasn't any like I mean, I, I know some people have like these like really hard, you know, like TV episode shifts where it's like, yeah. you know, I got to stop or I've hit bottom or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not to disrespect that everybody's life is different. Yeah, But it's just interesting. Like, what about this time? You know, what about the mid 20s or late mid to late 20s? you know, makes you really be like, well wow, something needs to something needs to be different here. Cause I mean, we both had it within the span yeah. of the same like roughly the, the same time. time. And I thought it was just interesting. It really just kinda threw me for a loop. Like I can't pin it to any one specific thing. I'm happy that it happened. Like yeah. literally as a result of that, like of that initial even though the no new friends thing was hella misguided. <laughs> like but as a result of that, like so many different blessings have opened up. You know, like, yeah, I'd feel better.
1: You actually are more relaxed now that you have more shit to worry about yeah. than you were when you weren't worrying about a goddamn thing except for keeping everybody out of your house.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: You, you were so get off my lawn. And I, like It wasn't nobody <laughs> around but the same people you've been looking at for the past 10, 15 years.
2: Like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's such a weird, like, honestly, it's such a weird thing, like, that change, that shift.
1: I think little things happen, and then you get to a tipping point, though.
2: So, I mean, the interesting thing, uh, so the other thing about, like, I was thinking about all this together, mm-hmm. and I was also thinking about how, like, it, it was really different for our parents. Yeah. So, like, if you think about, like, I mean, you told me your situation with your parents, like, you know, they they made the shift early.
1: Well, again, my parents were high school sweethearts, and they kind of, you know, stayed together, you know, throughout college, and then it became really serious after, and then they were just like, all right, cool, we're getting married. All right, cool. We're staying for a house. We're gonna have kids. Like my parents were like super by the book, and they got they like knuckled down.
2: Yeah, like early. Yeah, and like honestly, my parents it like it started a lot early. It was because of my sister, not because of me. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I came later. But I feel like a lot of our parents, and maybe I, I would imagine this is somewhat of a trend. But it seems like this shift is kind of starting to happen a lot later. We as young people, being the young people, you know, mm-hmm. now we're technically kind of old. We have a lot more time to wander.
1: We also, it requires it. I was reading a, I was reading a study. Was, I think it just came out in, um, maybe it's Denmark. Maybe I have the country wrong. Basically, their sex education as opposed to here, they're like trying to encourage people to have children because it's just not happening. Um, uh, whereas here, we're like, can you please stop? yeah <laughs> um but also, just because of the economy in I want to say Greece here, a few other places, people are having fewer children because you don't have the money. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean if you don't have the money or you don't have the money until later, then it kind of like leaves this really practical space open for you to have these internal changes and all these things.
2: that's deep. I actually did. I mean I didn't know that I, I literally just happened it.
1: to read it like before I left work today
2: we got to put that in the show notes yeah we we're going to put it in the show we notes. didn't really put together new show notes for this no nope, we didn't put together I'm the running new off notes of a this. 12 bullet evernote list
1: yeah I have a lot of real like live journal ass paragraphs in my <laughs> in my iPhone notebook <laughs> real live journal <laughs> oh god
2: but no I mean coming back to that I think like I think it's awesome that we kind of have much more of that time I think there's a lot of like flexibility there you know that allows us to really kind of explore who we want to be as people and then mm-hmm. when we make that shift hopefully we're making it for the right reasons but the other thing i was kind of thinking about is it also seems to be manifesting itself in a lot more options so in terms of like how people become themselves like yes. there seem to be a lot more paths you know in terms of mm-hmm. sexuality yeah in terms of you know uh, gender expression mm-hmm. in terms of how we pair off or don't pair off,
1: exactly how we build our families
2: yeah like there seem to be so many more paths to being okay and, and being an adult yeah. now than there ever have been. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. For me, it seems like that maybe seems like the connection. Like that's, I don't know why the fuck I'm doing this with my hands. can nobody see my goddamn hands. I
1: know. I mean, I can.
2: but uh, <laughs> God can. <laughs> Lord knows. But no, I, th- I think that's. Kind of the connection, that wandering, that that time that we have now allows us to really figure out, well, how do I how do I actually want to do this? I'm not making this decision, yeah. you know, for anybody else or to kind of check off the boxes. Yeah. And, like, that's an interesting thing in itself. Like, I mean, I've checked off a lot of the, like, traditional boxes as of late. Like, I've, yeah. I've hit all the buttons.
1: I'm going to tell you something right now, not to pull your business out there, but kind of, like... I, back in the day, not like recent back in the day, but like back in the day, I never would have thought you would have been the first person to do this shit. (laughs) No shade. No, I mean, (laughs) like, I I never would have thought. And that's not just like, I'm not just saying saying like, oh, you know, your behavior. I'm talking about like your beliefs.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, I was, I didn't, I was like, why, why do we have to get married? I know. Why do we have to do this? And
1: sexual? now you're like the fucking most serious motherfucking husband <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: Well, I mean, honestly, at the- at Which the, is good. This is a very good thing. Yeah. I mean, I think I saw, I was very like, you know me, I was always kind of turnt, like- Born that way, man. I was bored turnt. And, you know, I was very adamant in how I felt. And I wasn't really, the, I wasn't really focused on proving that to myself at all. I was like, oh, this is what I think. This is
1: what it is. <laughs> I know. This is how I feel. You're I very Christopher Columbus in that way.
2: Wow, shade. <laughs> Damn, but but no, I mean that's how that's how it was. But I'm like I'm happy, you know. I mean, obviously, my I guess if you looked at my adult checklist, yeah, you know, it would be one of the more like traditional ones. Mm-hmm. But I'm really happy that our generation and the generations coming after are gonna have so many more ways that aren't perceived as invalid. To mm-hmm. be adults. Yeah. And like that's some that's some cool shit. Like, honestly, like I I was thinking about the other thing we talked about in the episode was like the Cosby show. hmm And, you know, if you look back at the Cosby show, it was really kind of a it was a very traditional perception. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like it was like the Cleavers, the same yeah. shit. Yeah.
2: And you know, we were acknowledging like we we kind of said it as fact, which I thought was interesting. We were like, they're doing adulthood right. Yeah. And like I look back now, especially considering the context, and we knew, you know, part, we acknowledged part of the context then in terms of yeah. Bill Cosby, who yeah. he is. Yeah. But I don't necessarily see that to be the case anymore. Not that they were doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. but there's just so many other paths now. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, I even look at a show like Blackish. I always talk about Blackish, mm-hmm. I always hype them. But I'm really hyped about Blackish because even though it's, it's definitely kind of a similarly traditional family unit. Yeah. I still feel like there's a lot more acceptance in terms of how those kids can be different and their how their environment is different as well and that being okay.
1: How does blackish serve as a model for you right now? Like in this oh, moment
2: where you're that's like deep. that's like a very that was a very like You know. I feel like I'm on the couch
1: right now. Yeah. Episode nine, you should listen to it. <laughs> Killing it with a
0: plug No,
2: Killing but it. honestly Blackish I mean, I think, you know, Bo and Andre have a great relationship. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they have some really cute and really, like, awesome kids Mm -hmm. in terms Mm -hmm. of how they express themselves. But I think what I like is how accepting they are of who their kids are right then. Like, there's an episode where Andre talks about his daughter, the oldest daughter, what's her
1: name? Zoe. Zoe. Mm -hmm.
2: And how she's kind of conceited and vain. Yeah. And, you know, that's something where you could easily be like, I'm going to teach her a lesson so she doesn't have to be like that. But, no, it's like... She could be how she want to be. She's, yeah. she's like 14. Yeah. You know, and like, it's OK for her to take selfies. It's OK for her. To, and I can't believe I'm saying it's OK for somebody to take selfies. I, I know. Should, I talk about everybody. But like, real, real talk, if my daughter wants to take a ton of selfies, I think that that's fine. Like, I think that that's if that's how she wants to express herself. I think that that's OK. And I think it's great to see a show where that type of behavior is modeled, where people are you know, so much more understanding of the different ways in which their kids will become who they are.
0: eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hey this is jeff lewis from radio andy live and uncensored catch me talking with my friends about my latest obsessions relationship issues and bodily ailments with that kind of drama that seems to follow me you never know what's going to happen
1: You can listen to Jeff Lewis live at home or anywhere you are. Download the
0: SiriusXM app for over 425 channels of ad-free music, sports, entertainment, and more. Subscribe now and get three months free. Offer details apply. Not everything in life is flexible, but at Capella University, your education can be. With our game-changing FlexPath learning format... You're empowered to fit education into your life without putting other priorities on hold. FlexPath lets you set your own deadlines and adjust them when needed. You can take courses at your own speed and move on to the next one when you're ready. Imagine how a flexible education can make a difference in your life at capella.edu. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off.
1: It's so funny because, like, because I'm not in the same position, it didn't, that's not something that I picked up on. It's not a theme that I noticed at all.
2: Dang.
1: Yeah. Because I, it wouldn't, I mean, it, it wouldn't occur to me.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's right. Like, honestly, when the show came out, I mean, when the show came
1: out? The fall.
2: Yeah. Like the whole time, like when I've watched it, I didn't intentionally. I mean, I got really excited for the show just because yeah, was, we did it was a black, black show. show. Yeah, but honestly, I found myself really like I like I love the show. I really do love. No, the
1: me show. too. I watch it every single week.
2: And I mean, I see it like I'm not around. You know, this is something we talk about often. Like I'm not around a whole bunch of people who have kids at any at any stage. Yeah, and even if I do know some people who have kids, it's from a very like. Distant standpoint, mm-hmm. like I'm never in the home in their home with them. Like, yeah. I don't know, I don't see those interactions. And, like, it's a crazy, like, don't get it twisted. I'm not modeling how I'm gonna be a dad, yeah. Based off of of
1: Andre Johnson, is that his name?
2: Anthony, Jackson? Anthony Anderson.
1: No, I know the actor's name, I'm talking about oh. the name on the show, yeah, exactly. But, yeah,
2: <laughs> but I was like, what?
1: <laughs> I don't forgot Anthony, Anderson. it's like, like 10 on. working black actors, you, right? I can't believe it. how could I forget one of their names, please? But, Go ahead,
2: but no, yeah, I'm not modeling my behavior off of that. But it's nice to see. Like, it's nice to see that if I go out and my kid has, like, let's say I have a boy at some point, and he's painted his fingernails. Yeah. And, like, like I feel like growing up, that would have been some wild shit. Yeah. If you, like, if you got the kid to paint your fingernails, like, they're going to be like, yo, what are you doing? You failed as a parent. Yeah. But, like, I feel like shows like Blackish are showing that, like, hey, my kid can do what they want to do as long as they feel comfortable. Yeah. As long as they feel happy with their own skin. Mm-hmm. You know, like... I'm cool with that and I, I love my kid and like that's okay mm-hmm. and like it does that in very subtle ways mm-hmm. but I, that makes me happy and that makes me happy that a lot of people are seeing this and supporting this and probably also feel the same way. Maybe if they're not reading this deep into, Yeah, I don't Well know. I
1: mean also though like I obviously we talk all the time so and even before this we talked I think a lot about what our like future parenting approaches might be. So I actually, yeah, I mean, that's something you've been thinking about for a long time. And that's something that's been on your mind as far as how you wanted to raise your kids in the future. It's very interesting when you talk about like we talked about like internal shifts, but something I think that we actually I know for a fact that we have not talked about. Mm -hmm. And I wonder actually who else in the squad and who else in their own squads has experienced this. But two things. One, you are the first man that I've been friends with who's become a parent. And so it's very interesting to watch it from this angle because I have girlfriends who have kids. But it's so much more obvious. It's like and and the things the way that they describe it, the language that they use is so familiar to me because we have the same body. You know what I mean? So when they talk about the way that their body feels or how it's different than like, you know, how being pregnant makes your uterus feel different. Like those things I understand watching them grow physically. Those things I understand. It's, It's just different. It's different to see it from this other point of view. So you actually becoming a parent and becoming a husband has actually like a, had like an effect on me. Wow. Yeah, and then also like you are like you said you don't you're not around people who have children cuz our squad yeah. you're the first, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're going to go to a a dear 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 friend's wedding. Yeah. This weekend we're leaving tomorrow to go to Houston I'm really excited. So congratulations Jason and Fran. But like other than, but like they've been together for a million years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like we knew they were gonna get married. I knew they were gonna get married from the first a time, long I, time ago. right? From like when they first started dating. So like this kind of happening was like, it seemed like unlikely. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. Like feel like it came. It feels like it came out of left field, but it also was so perfect. Do you know what I mean? And so on no. time. I mean, I that do. like yeah, yeah, you do of course. But also it kind of like it, it may it kind of put. I don't want to put words in anybody else's mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Although I totally could right now. But I know that it kind of put the rest of us in a position to be like, oh, we're adults. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, this is a cool thing. Like, you guys can like, you know, when you get pregnant and you're younger and you're like, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you get pregnant and you're younger and you're kind of like the whole thought conversation you have with your friends. Everything is like, what What are are we going to do? do? (laughs) Right. It's like the Chris Rock thing. So what are we going to do? Right. Whereas like you guys presented it. You guys were like two adult people. And that's when I kind of knew you guys were a family because you're two adult people who decided within your own two person team, like, okay, we're gonna have a kid. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna have we're starting our family now. I think the rest of us were kind of like, I don't know if you've seen that that Drake running through the six with my woes meme where the dude like when he sa- when Drake says woes and he gets like knocked out of his oh, teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> <vibe. laughs> that's how it was kinda of like, Oh, you can just do this like you can just this is the level that we can access now like it's just cool for people to just this is cool yeah so like I was still I think you can hear it in the other episode I was like kind of like definitely like on some definitely I was definitely in a Nicki Minaj and Beyonce feeling myself (laughs) like fucking just like period like my life in a lot of ways especially because in our friend group and even you know I think other people's too you kind of stay doing the same shit and a lot of times with the same people yeah. and like I kind of didn't realize that time had passed in a way mm-hmm. even though like I knew I my life was had changed in a lot of ways and like I had grown as a person in a lot of ways it was still kind of like my life at 22 is not that different than my life at 26, 27 in mm-hmm. a lot of ways and so that kind of like you you being someone who I'm not just so close to like as a friend, but also like geographically close. Yeah. And also we do this show, and so like, yeah. <laughs> like not only are we friends, but we make this thing, and so we're always in communication. So like, I think I told you a couple weeks ago <laughs> that like, you getting married, not so much having children, because like I'm them, I'm like really far away from that. But like, getting married and knowing that that's something that like me turning twenty seven, I was like, oh shit, I've been telling people for like a minute I wanted to get married around like thirty one, thirty two. I actually have to like change my behavior to welcome that type of like to receive that type of shit I was just like oh it's time I gotta get started right now like I'm looking yeah. at you like Eric's ahead of schedule and I'm like no bitch you gotta hurry up Like, <laughs> it's gonna be time but it's like I think I told you a couple weeks ago that after you got married I told you this like after you got married I felt like about you the way that I did when I was like 11 12 and like my girlfriends started getting their period <laughs> We're like, I was just like, I want to get my period too. Like, what is it? Like, what's happening? Like, this, like this, it seems like this huge, like precipice, like this cliff, like that you're standing at the edge of. Like, that's how it seems to me because I have no concept of what you're doing. We'll get there in a second, <laughs> right? So I'm kind of just like marriage, like children, like what this is. It's mystical to me, right? Yeah, because like I only really know of like my parents to really do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So like I'm just like Erica's choose choosing. Like this is what's happening next. Like this is shit like this is so deep like is this gonna happen to me like it seems like turning a pumpkin into a carriage like it's just like this magical thing that happens like i have no clue i have no concept or is and i still i mean you can tell that i still have no concept by the way that i'm describing it to you
2: yeah
1: and you're looking at me like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> because like you're on this other the other side of this thing but i kind of felt like you just like were at the club and like you just got picked to step to like the headline, you, like, like you can pass the velvet <laughs> rope. No, nah, you get, and I'm still you get. <laughs> exactly, and I'm still all the way at the end of this like horrible line called like fucking casually dating relative strangers. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like even though like I didn't get married and like I'm not pregnant, which um, many people in my life reassure me <laughs> that is a major <laughs> blessing. I think we'd all agree, yeah. but like. To have someone so close to me have those two really major changes, and you've made them within the past six months. When we recorded this episode six months ago, you did not know any of this was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like to be in a position now where like everything is completely different, it's like, I mean, it changed, I think, our whole squad. even it, it, Directly and indirectly, it changed the makeup of the squad, which is why I laugh when you're like, oh man, I want the squad to break up. And I'm like, <laughs> nobody told you. <laughs> nobody told you to start this shit. That's deep. Like, it's funny because you're the person more afraid of the squad breaking up. When You were more freaked out by it than I am. I mean, I was.
2: Like, honestly. And, you know, I feel like anybody who has, like, a really strong group of friends
1: mm-hmm.
2: will likely feel this way. Like, that's unique. You know, yeah. like, like, honestly, I feel, like, really lucky. Like, I, I grew up, you know, I had siblings. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were close. Like, but our friendship, like, all of us, mm-hmm. you know, is different. And like other people have kind of pointed it out to me, yeah. Like y'all are like, like
1: y'all real cool. Like y'all, y'all fuck with each other. <laughs> we do. Like we share food. We share tools. Like I don't have a tool set. I Have all, your tool set. All at my of house. my tools are at your house. Yeah, like, I I've had them for months. De- I got them from our, I got them from Jason. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like yeah. we all like. That's how we all we all like. People talk about, was it the sharing economy? We joke yeah. about this shit all the time. People talk about, like, oh, share economy is new shit. I'm like, first of all, black people invent the sharing right? economy. First like, of all. long time ago. Long time ago. <laughs> um, But, like, yeah, we, we like, in this very old-fashioned, like, great migration-ass way. Because if you think about even, like, how many of us have stayed on the futon at your old apartment? Yeah. Or, like, how many of us know each other's high school friends?
2: Yeah. Do you wow. know what I mean?
1: Like, are you like, not?
2: I've chilled hard regularly right. with your high school friends.
1: Exactly. And, like, obviously, like, Jesus hey, is yeah. your best friend from high school, and he and I are, like, always in communication. Yeah. Like, we have a tight group.
2: No, and, and so, like, to me, like, honestly, as I grow older, like, to interrupt, I'm going to come back to the part uh-huh. I was going to say. But you talk about, like, you know, you've hit these milestones. And don't get it twisted. I feel like, like, I can definitely feel where I'm changing some.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: it's a much slower process on this side. Yeah. But, like, even, you know, I got married, what, two and a half? Mind you, it's been two and a half, like, weeks.
1: I guess it has been two and a half weeks, Two and a half weeks,
2: maybe three weeks. Yeah. But, like, honestly, it doesn't feel that different. Like, how you feel about your partner before you get married ideally should be the same way you feel about your partner after. Yes. You know? I mean,
1: Uh, I'm saying this as someone who's never married. You're saying this as somebody who's been married for two and a half weeks. For two and a half weeks. Dr. fucking Ruth up in the building, right. But, no, I mean, it doesn't really feel that
2: different. And so, like, I don't want... I don't want these changes that I'm making or as I grow, you know, into adulthood or whatever the fuck yeah. this shit is, life to result in me losing this other component mm-hmm. that has like basically propped me up for the past like <laughs> fucking twenty something years. You know, like in some way or another, whereas, yeah. you know, Jesus or like, you know, some of our other friends growing yeah. up and then shifting to, you know, our college clique and yeah. you know, the squad now. So like, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna lose that. Because I see it's I see it's rare, and, like, I see it would be difficult to rebuild. And, like, like you said, you know, going to, like, especially with, honestly, especially being black, like, let's say I were to move. And, you know, yeah. not. But, like, let's say I were to move. And you yeah. got to rebuild all that, rebuild those relationships. Well, then you
1: have to try to form even a community. Because I think about this as a person who's single and, like. Based upon the way things are going right now, single before the foreseeable future, right? Like, where can I live? Where can I? Where I live in New York, obviously, it's because it's fucking fun. But as like a single black woman in like America, yeah, where there's only so many cities where I can live and like have a really awesome full life and be really fucking cool. In New York specifically, Brooklyn is one of those places. Yeah, and like you as a person who's you know about to have a daughter where is going to be an emotionally healthy and safe place for you to raise your child where you can be around other people who also are, you know, similarly aged families where you can kind of bring each other up and have these, you know, at least even a loosely tied together like social group.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's why what you call codependent, you know, I call just (laughs) trying to make sure, you know, that I can pass on or not pass on, but to make sure that I can maintain, you know, this this awesome thing that I think that we've all built. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that and honestly i lost the other point before that but <laughs> it's crazy honestly it's crazy to hear to hear you say that like i've been the catalyst for all this cuz you know, one, I'll take, that, I'll take Shit, that. Don't give yourself credit. Shit, damn, I, I saw your that. face
1: forming that. Oh, I'll take the credit.
2: I'll I take the will credit. take that credit, you know, and I appreciate that. And it's just interesting. <laughs> Let me tell you, that, like, this is the text that I usually get from Brittany on any given day.
1: Um, I don't even know what you're going to say.
2: So usually I'm, like, texting Brittany. I'm like, what's going on right now? Like, did you were you able to do this for the podcast? Have we done this? What do we got to do? When are we doing this? Yeah. You'll text me and be like, Eric, I'm editing right now. I can't (laughs) listen (laughs) to your voice and text you. I just can't do this. Bye. (laughs) You just stop responding. And, you know, it goes back and forth like that. Like, generally, outside of this room, we don't like each other.
1: No. We don't Mm -mm. like each other
2: at all. Mm -mm. So, like.
1: My main topic of conversation when I talk about you is how much I don't (laughs) like
2: you. Trust, it's the same exact way. But. That said, it feels amazing in this moment right now <laughs> to hear that I am the catalyst for all this positive change within your life. So I just know that I'm going to always cherish this episode, and I'm going to always cherish this moment, and you will never, ever forget
1: it. God knows the truth, so I don't even need to be worried about that. You need to give the credit where credit is due, which is to Queen Peanut, young Queen Peanut, <laughs> who's sure. coming to us. The album drops July.
2: I mean, it's dropping.
1: <laughs> it's dropping
2: <laughs> in stores. Yes. But uh, so the other thing that I, I did kind of, I thought was really interesting about what the fuck we were saying before uh-huh. about how I described adulthood. I basically described it as like giving up on your dreams. Yes.
1: <laughs> I remember thinking like, what? Are you th- like, why is this so dystopian? I was
2: going, I was going really hard. I was. You were. Go- I was going in that day. But. I mean, clearly, I don't think adulthood is giving up on your dreams. Mm-hmm. And also, just to say, because I haven't said this, I now, I now definitely think I'm an adult. Like, I think I'm an I adult. I think
1: you're an adult, honestly. Honestly, I wouldn't honestly, have said that. Seven, you months look ago. like a fucking dad every time I see you. It gets worse and worse. And worse. Don't I say this to you though? Yeah, you in did. real life.
2: But that makes me hype. Like I'm, I'm like, I got my, I got my Anytime Stan Anytime you see Smiths. shitty
1: jokes on the fucking Twitter feed, <laughs> they come from Eric. All the shitty jokes Giggling. come from Eric. <laughs> And you, you post it and then be like, ah, I just put a dad joke on my Twitter feed. Like, fuck you.
2: But, but like, but no, like, so I was saying basically you don't have any dreams. And I think, I mean, <laughs> and as, like, thinking now that, okay, fuck, I'm an adult. And, you know, obviously I clearly have dreams. But yeah. I will say those dreams have shifted. Yes. Like, you know, I'm much more inclusive where before I was like, okay, Get money,
1: mm-hmm.
2: get money, count my money, right? Take over the world, yep. Make sure Bay is right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Wow, like, okay, money, 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 money. But Bay, 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 you know, Bay is in there. Yeah, Bay is getting the money too. She helping count the money, right? Like, right, she right get right, her right, own right. money, right? You know what she I'm does saying? Get her we own doing money. it, and you know, we both taking over the world, right? On some, you know, like on the less... run tour, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And now. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not as important you know oh, Yeah. like i mean don't get twisted i'm still getting this money all the time i tell you i'm what you'd be like what you're doing i'm, I'm counting getting this, this money. money
1: yeah you do say that to me i don't know why you don't ever have I'm, cash
2: i don't but you can count excel excel is my shit okay i count this money but anyway
1: i still budget in my head
2: <gasps> mm, that explains a lot <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say that explains a lot
1: put your business out you're there so fucking rude.
2: But. But no, like, I mean, my dreams have shifted. And I wonder, so
1: you say you were an
2: adult before.
1: Uh-huh. I, yeah, I, I I actually think that I was an adult before, but I feel like way more of an adult now. I think just because the intent, my, the intent with which I live, I sound like fucking Oprah and Brene Brown and shit. I, yo, I was thinking the same thing. I was yo. like, yo,
2: we are totally having a Brene. A Brene. Is we're having,
1: Burnett, yeah, we're having a kitchen table moment. right Wait, Right, now. this is... <laughs> to that... give you all some fucking insight <laughs> on how fucking lame we are. Brene Brown, for those who don't know, is this awesome southern white lady who, like, Oprah had on. Oh, no, she's
2: legit. She's
1: legit. And she talks about vulnerability and shame. This is how you people are going to find out how deep our fucking friendship is and how, like, literally how fucking <laughs> this awful a corner is. How many this is people tragic. Have we lost today? I know, seriously. So I love thinking about shit like this because, um, you know, both of us, black folks in therapy, doing it. Yeah. You know Try what I'm saying? Right. Trying to get right, right? So, like, I like she had this talk about vulnerability and shame and like raising children it was like I'm just going to hype somebody else's podcast Krista Tippett on being she had a really good episode Renee, yeah. with Brene Brown and I was li- i listened to it like a few months ago and then I think shortly after you know you find out that you were going to be a dad um I listened to it when I was cleaning my r- when I was shopping for vegetables and cleaning my motherfucking room on a Saturday <laughs> fucking night you can't tell me I'm not a fucking adult okay you can't t- tell me how many I used to be out how- in the club with no bra on, and a fucking spandex dress with heeled shoes, every motherfucking Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, <laughs> Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Did I not, right? Yeah, you and used to then- text
2: me, This a** <laughs> day.
1: <laughs> Don't cut that shit out. My parents sometimes pretend to listen to this shit. All right, all right. Anyway, God, I- and also, do you not want me to get married? Right, That's you do. That's help. Wouldn't you rather I get married instead of texting you about boys? Anyway, Anyway, so I'm saying it's like, yeah, I'm fucking like at fucking like NSA trying to be fucking cheap. And So I'm at the shitty market. No shade, but it's true. And I'm fucking listening to Brene Brown. I came back. I cleaned my room. I had some shit in the oven. I text Eric. I was like, you know what? Brene Brown is really speaking to me. This is this is like like eight thirty PM, right? And also that's how I knew your black ass was at home too, because you yeah. don't do shit either. I would do not. And you were like this, you were like this before. Yeah, that's This the is how you thing. always been. I was like, You should really listen to this now that you're gonna be a dad. I was like, She talks a lot about vulnerability and shame and letting your kids be who they are. And I was like, I really think that this would be suitable for you.
2: This is hilarious because like that's not how I read your text. I read your text like Aaron, you need to you need to listen to this right now. Listen to this. Listen to this podcast right now. You need to listen to this. It's a word in here for you. <laughs> well, listen to it with Bay. She'll tell you. She'll tell you. That's how I read that. So you got this like soft voice. I read your text a much more aggressive.
1: I know because you think I. I mean, I am an aggressive person, but whatever. Anyway, what actually surprised me more is that I think like five days later, I had said something. I had assumed that you hadn't listened to it, and you had. Yeah. And I was just like, "We're so motherfucking washed." <laughs> Like, we are so motherfucking washed. Yeah. And you actually got shit out of it. But, yeah, we're having kitchen table moment right now.
2: Yeah. No, this is deep. So, I mean, did did I ask you the question of how your dreams have changed?
1: (laughs) Rolling my fucking eyes at you.
2: No, but I know your dreams have changed. Like, I we talked about this shit. Yeah. But... Like I feel like that's a process that happens and like I don't think even that shift has to be I'm not going to be rich I'm not going to take over the Mm -mm. world you just I think you have a much clearer perspective about what you can achieve
1: and what you actually motherfucking want. It took me so long to figure out, not just figure out what I want, figure out how to put it into words and put it in a way that other people can understand it. So, like, language, English would be a good start. Uh, But also, like, not being afraid to tell people what it is that I want. Like, so I think maybe for you, because you have different responsibilities and commitments now that adjust kind of what your future will look like. I don't have those same responsibilities and commitments. I feel like this sounds so fucking Brene Brown and Oprah and so fucking cool. It's also because,
2: like, honestly, even the sound, like, because we're so clear and like warm
1: <laughs> I know this just sounds like <laughs> fucking therapy right now um, which is funny because I actually talk to my therapist in my actual speaking voice so whenever like people do shit that I don't like and realize, I'm gonna be like this motherfucker told me that's how I talk to her um, so shout out Redacted my therapist you hold me down keeping me together Yeah. Um, but anyway like staples and paper clips <laughs> you want to fucking talk same for you okay hey. anyway I have a, I have a responsibility and a commitment to myself to kind of like like I don't know I mean and like I said maybe it's different for women but like I part of me not respecting my own time and my own ambitions and my own values I think can come from like larger societal message that women women get I think about how they're supposed to live life or who's in control of their life or who I never would have thought of myself as somebody who was always kind of like doing things for other people or doing things only for other people or in service of other people or th- that other people would want I think I just didn't value my own time and my own life enough. It sounds so dramatic, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. To think that what I wanted was not feasible. We're not even at feasible yet, but just what I wanted was valid, and it was okay for me to want those things. So, and okay for me to commit, okay for me to commit my time and my energy to myself and my own life.
2: No, that's, that's honestly, that's deep in there, and that's real, because, like, we've had that conversation a lot, like, of even just saying, like, yo, you like to do this, why don't you focus on that more?
1: Yeah. Is that really that's because like really you're more so like yelling at me like a drill yeah, sergeant. Yeah, I'm
2: always yelled You're always <laughs> at me.
1: You're always after me. But yeah, it's true.
2: I mean, I'm glad though that, I mean, now it seems like things have become a lot more like for, for the both of us. I'm not talking to you like it seems like things have become a lot more clear for you. No, like mm-hmm. things are in perspective for the both of oh, us now.
1: like it's crazy.
2: And But it's cool to also be at the point where now it feels okay yeah. to to be pursuing that and that's in the fucking plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's some weird shit for me because usually I got like, and you know this, I mean, I like to plan. So I'm like, I got an A plan. I got a B plan. plan. I got a C plan. There's a K plan. If some shit goes wrong on any one of those, it's some offshoots. Mm -hmm. So to have, and all those things are running concurrently. Yeah. So now that that has like
1: tramped. It's great because you used to love to live in burnout and the best part about the best part about this little gift, this little nugget that you have coming, is that it slowed your ass the fuck down, and it's gotten. And I can't wait for her to come, obviously, because I know she's gonna be beautiful and so smart and very, very tall. Yeah, yeah. but also because she's gonna take some of the fucking pressure off of me.
2: I, I mean, Lord, you talked about in the last I can episode. Only about hope.
1: Every fucking day I'm praying. I'm just. I can't <laughs> wait for Peanut to come, take this pressure off me, Lord God, because you've been like you. You, I think. In your bio on the website, you refer to yourself as a premature dad. Yeah. And in the death of adulthood, the very first episode, you talk about how you, your whole thing is you trying to get everybody together. And it's great because I think that you realize your own limitations as a person and that it's not your job to get anybody else together except for your damn self.
2: Well, I think all things are possible through, through Christ. Eric, I will fuck you
1: up. <laughs> I will fuck you up. I will fuck
2: you up. So, I mean... I, that's all I got to say. But I recognize, because this makes me sound real bad. And, I like, I like we talk within the squad about this shit, and, like, it sounds fine. But yeah. then I start having these conversations <laughs> with other people. Like what? Like about how basically I have at times tried to function like everybody else's parent.
1: Yeah, no, it's crazy. I don't even know why you do this shit. It drives me fucking nuts. Me and my other friend, mm-hmm. we call you our tiger dad because that's how you act.
2: Okay. No, I mean honestly at the end of the day, like you you know how much I believe in the squad. I believe in the squad. Like as much as I don't like you, I would go to bed super fucking hard. You've seen me. You do have, it before. you have,
1: you have, you have. You know what
2: I'm saying? Like at the drop of a hat. I mm-hmm. like, you know, the squad, it's the squad, mm-hmm. and like nothing comes in between that. So if I see somebody in the squad not living up to their potential. Oh shit. I've always been like, it's my duty. Because I would want you to tell me. If I could be doing better,
1: a part of an adult too, though, is like, and don't take this, don't take this wrong, but it's part of being an adult too. And I think that you're understanding this is minding your own business. It's like one of the Uh, best. Well, because it's It's like never
2: been a strong suit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Eric has been known um, to some of my other friends as a gossip girl.
2: No, really. Oh, see, I'm not talking about
1: gossip. I'm talking about like your opinions on my life are always gossip girl.
2: I don't. I don't watch the city. Thing is, I want to come for this. I don't watch. I've I don't have enough, I've watched Gossip Girl with like institutional in real knowledge time when it was on. We have not watch Gossip yes, Girl.
1: Yes, we. We're not going to do this right now. But go ahead.
2: Anyway, but I, I don't. I don't see that analogy. But I do recognize that, Like, uh, maybe I need to chill.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, I think that's like a part of like part of being an adult is like learning to fucking chill. Learning that like you can. You can fuck up for a few years and that yeah. you can have, you know, a, a precious surprise, you know, come to you. It's true. And that's a great thing. Yeah. And that will also like that these things happen and like they're scary and like you feel like your life is going to end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in some ways. But like being an adult is kind of being like, OK, like it might end. My life might end. But like, OK, I just have to do this. Like this is the next. Like I just have to con- I have to move forward into the next thing. And like. If there's anything I kind of have going on that's not in service of that bottom line, then, like, I guess it's fine if I'm not doing it anymore. Like, that's what I think of being an adult as. I think of it being an adult is like, I make fun of us, but, like, honestly, it's, like, doing the research to find a therapist, listening to fucking Brene Brown, eating vegetables and shit. <laughs> cleaning a room on yeah, a Saturday Yeah, like, calling your parents and, like, yeah, cleaning your room on a Saturday night. You know, doing stuff like that. I think that's what being an adult... Not just doing the actual acts, but, like, doing them because they serve... Taking care of you and taking care of the people around you.
2: Yeah. And, I mean, the cool thing about, like, now that I'm accepting that I'm actually an adult and, like, doing all those things is that there is still time for all the other shit, too. Like, we got turned up a little bit, like, what was that, a week ago? Yeah, we're going to
1: be turning the fuck up this fucking week. This week?
2: Oh, it's it's, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. Yeah, Houston already. No, honestly, I'm hyped to talk to people at the wedding about what they feel like. Yes. Adulthood means or is To them
1: Yeah, no, I'm very curious about because
2: that Because I feel like folks are Gonna have some opinions Yeah, oh, because
1: this is like um, the, I guess to give some background This is like one of our friends From college Actually, the person who Introduced us to each other Yeah Honestly Yeah, is and, largely
2: um, responsible For the squad coming together Yeah, largely
1: responsible For the squad coming together And yeah, so he's getting married This weekend And so we have people coming From like all College people coming From all over the country It's gonna be interesting It's just, it's like It's very funny That there's, all, like, that there's this like moment You know what I mean? Yeah but, I mean, you know, we're not we're not the only people, you know what I mean, who are experiencing this. I yeah. think that's why we decided to do the I mean, we both the saw the best man. Anyway, yeah. So, thank you guys for listening to this. I know that we didn't necessarily give you guys shit to read, but, like, a study about how somebody in, you know, somewhere in Scandinavia <laughs> some is trying to, yeah, somebody somewhere in Scandinavia was trying to encourage these people to have some damn kids. Um, no,
2: there's that. Honestly, so we'll include that. Mm -hmm. if we can find it
1: yeah link to the uh, link to the previous episode and the Brene Brown
2: that's like I mean that's gotta be I mean honestly that shit was good like I, I was sitting there listening to it and I was like this is okay no shade yeah It's mad corny. But, like, it's... But it's good. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I I mean, I was walking around for, like, three weeks saying, like, is this a kitchen table moment? Am I having a a
1: kitchen table? At that red kitchen table. Red (laughs) kitchen table. At that red kitchen table. Oh, my God. I'm going to
2: get played. Like, I'm going to get played for this shit. But
1: the thing is, I was like, I'm looking at your hand. You're already fucking married. You don't understand that last week... Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. So, last week, told everybody... I don't fuck with Tupac like that, okay? So that no. I already figured oh, out, just based upon I know but I already figured out based upon just the general litmus test of fucking responses that I got back from that shit that like I'm pushing back like my future marriage date like I pushed it back at least twenty or thirty years, right? Just by saying that I got to wait for the shit to blow over. So you know, internet it's gonna take a few decades.
2: What I thought was deep <clears> was that, Jesus hey, isn't our only real hater anymore. <gasps> like we got <laughs> I'm saying it I'm putting this shit on wax You're
1: putting this shit on we, wax
2: There might be There's, a new A new hater in the mix Or a couple of them I even. think it might be
1: multiples Might be multiple. We're fucking ready We got receipts We ain't afraid of shit
2: I've been turnt for a long time I know you just, You've seen me go at it
1: yeah, Before is a rare combination of Southern, turnt, and petty You do not want this You don't want it with Memphis Okay. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is, so last week I fucking talked about how the fuck I'm just not a really huge Tupac fan. And this week I'm like, oh, everybody, listen to this. Listen to this Brene Brown talk. <laughs> like what single man is like listening? and It's just like, oh, my God, I just love a vulnerable woman who's so ready to examine shame and talk about it. I just love this. Sh- I just love women. She's to going sta- to
2: challenge me to discuss my exactly. feelings.
1: I just love women who stay at home roasting cruciferous vegetables on Saturday nights. Fucking texting one of their four friends, listen to this shit, I know you're about to become a dad. Like, so, if you're into this, holler at your girl, because, like, every week we just come here, we lay this shit bare.
2: Yo, I, I need this shit today. I, it was a stressful fucking day. Yeah. Like, it was, you, you saw me when I came in I know, in here. I, I saw you when you came it in. It has been
1: You, you were, like, day. texting me from McDonald's. When you say you were texting me from McDonald's, I was like, oh, Eric going through it.
2: Like... It was rough, but you know what? We made it through. We, we, had, a made good it through. we had a good conversation. We kind of wander every now and again. We should wander, or maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we should listen to the every feedback. now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, because like this was a conversation we both talked about shit that we hadn't heard from the other person. Yeah. So we were both surprised by this, but y'all might, if you've even gotten this far, might be sitting there being like, Yo, what the fuck? These people we'll wrap it up. Yeah, like this. I'd rather be dead listless right now. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening.
2: As always. As always. Please listen, rate. Oh, you listening? I mean, you're yeah, listening, you're listening right now. To now yeah. But please rate and review and share, subscribe, you know, like. We really appreciate all the feedback we get. For everybody who writes to us, we try. We've been we've been doing a better job. Yeah, about we have been doing people. a better job. So if for some reason we've missed you, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Um, and please send us your feedback. We love to hear. It. Yes,
1: and oh, also too, subscribe to our newsletter. Honestly, we we ain't got no like production team and shit, yeah. but, like putting this shit together. So we're on GChat, being like, Hey, can I post the episode right now? <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, is this done? Wait, like, hey, can I need to listen one more time. Right? Should we cut that? <laughs> exactly. Like we're doing this in the afternoon. So like, as soon as we post the episode, like an hour later, the newsletter goes out. So if you like care about like knowing right when an episode yeah. comes out, like it gets emailed to you, you can listen to it right then. And then also you can find out like what we've been reading you can read my corny jokes and you know
2: and i mean i think the good thing about god (laughs) okay but (laughs) i think the the good thing about the reading too is like we read such a wider range of what we prepare for the episode Mm -hmm. so like there's a lot of stuff i mean i think there's a lot of gems that Mm -hmm. you know people might be able to find and appreciate i think so too so anyway thanks again thank you so much talk soon all right bye bye